Hey, this is the Start Rising podcast. I'm your host, Katie Cordier. I'm a knowledge seeker, uplifter, and a dog mama. This podcast is about inspiring you to start rising, becoming the best version of you, and by doing this, lifting up those around you. Along the way, we will hear inspiring lessons, strategies, and how to be unapologetic in the pursuit of what lights you up. You can expect weekly episodes. I started this podcast because I want to remind everyone to see the light and the gift that you bring to the world and to push back on the resistance when it shows up. Nothing can stop you if you truly want it. This podcast is for people who want more out of life. I hope you learn, love, and are lifted up. I want to be on the sidelines reminding you that you can do it and you will. Lean in, friend. I'm glad you're here. Hello and welcome to the Start Rising podcast. I'm your host, Katie Cordier, and thank you for joining me. Today, I want to talk about a natural progression of stepping outside your comfort zone, and that is experiencing the dips and the lulls and the progress of it all, whether that's fast, slow, feels like you're treading water and sometimes it feels like you're struggling a little bit. It's definitely something that as entrepreneurs we face and quite frequently as solo entrepreneurs we likely experience that a little bit more than someone who may have other entrepreneur friends to talk with or in an entrepreneur group. It does get quite lonely and that's where I think the hardest part of when I first started back in my journey when I was doing my uh, sex education um, parent blueprint, when I was first doing that back in 2020, when I definitely took the incorrect approach, as in incorrect I mean I didn't assess for what the needs of my target audience was very clearly when I was first doing that, I was a true solo entrepreneur working, gosh, very, very, very long days where I would be sitting my behind in the chair from 7 a.m. and not leaving until probably about 11 p.m. and having incredibly unrealistic standards for myself. And I'd set myself up in a way that was very isolated and lonely because I didn't really want to give myself the time away um, from it and I didn't really have a community or anything like that around me either and you join the entrepreneur groups and then inevitably when you think you may be connecting with someone it's really a sales pitch or a ploy so it can be quite isolating if you don't have that community around you and then the theme of this week being expecting the dips and know that if you set yourself up in a way that you can maybe have a buddy some accountability buddy or someone that is even just a friend that you kind of talk through stuff with if they are willing to hold you to hear where you are at and what you are doing. So if there is maybe a large task that you are really wanting to achieve, like you have your sights on it, like, yep, this is what I'm going to do. You put that out and you share that with them and you have that accountability as far as you've spoken it out into the world that you will achieve something, that you will do it by a set point that you specify for yourself. And I think that's the 
the great thing about being an entrepreneur, but also sometimes the bad thing about being an entrepreneur is that you are the one that's setting the tasks and setting the goals. And that in itself can be a bit of a, uh, a little bit of a blessing, a little bit of a curse, depending on how hard you are on yourself with it. When I first went into it, I was incredibly hard on myself, which is why I did not move for hours upon hours on end. Didn't even let myself take like breaks to go to the gym and to walk and, and things like that because I had such high expectations for myself that ultimately it led to burnout and not being successful in the way that I envisioned it to be. Whereas taking it forward to this time, setting myself some tasks for a, to complete basically over a week and then to allow for the accountability of did I do this so whether you set that on like a Monday or Thursday or, or whatever it is setting yourself that task <sighs> that you will come back and you will answer to yourself or with your buddy did you account did you do these things and if you half did them giving yourself credit for the half that you did rather than beating yourself up that you didn't complete the whole thing. Acknowledge progress where progress is due and I think that's the big part that we struggle with. And knowing that there's different flows, there's different things, you're also managing this alongside of your regular day-to-day life, however that looks. So knowing that you will have some dips and some lulls and some weeks will be far more productive than others and that's okay and acknowledge the the progress you did make in the slower part just as much as you do when you when you hit those tasks and you complete them and you feel like you're making those progress forward and to share a bit of a story as well to hopefully you'll be able to see yourself in it is that I had a bit of a lull week a couple of weeks ago And the things that I set for myself, they weren't necessarily unrealistic and unattainable with like the amount of things I put on my list, but it was something that I didn't hit. And my wonderful accountability partner really reinforced to me to say, hey, like, see the good in what you did do. You may not have done the whole thing, but you did achieve some of it. So let's celebrate the things that you did achieve, that you did do. And she really helped me draw out my wins and looking at the progress that I did make and then really asking myself and checking checking in with me as well do are these tasks something that you realistically feel good about setting for this next week and off that lull asking myself the the kind of the true question and going is this achievable for you and is this what you want to achieve then allowed me to kind of catapult into the next week because I had that kind of coming off a lull and was like okay yeah well I can get back into it the wheel starts to move the things start to turn and you start to get stuff done and I absolutely crushed it the next week and got my entire like list done and and got far more ahead than I thought I would because I gave myself that kind of true check-in and I didn't let that dip hold me down I didn't let that dip beat me up and saying oh you didn't do this oh you didn't I was like no Let's cut it at that point, whether that's cutting it at that weak point, and then you're going, okay, you know what, this is a new, this is a new thing. Whether you do that with a day, no, this is a new day. Whether you do that with an hour, no, this is a new hour. 
I'm going to refocus and I'm going to get back into it. So I think a lot of the time we kind of write off things as a whole. We don't see the the goodness in what we did do and the progress we do make. And we are so much harder on ourselves than we would be on some other person. So I think if you find yourself getting into that struggle of beating up on yourself that you didn't do the things you wanted to do or or something wasn't achieved, whether that's entrepreneurial, whether that's work, talk to ourselves like we would talk to our best friend. I know there's definitely been points where I've beaten up on myself and I thought I wouldn't even speak to my dogs in the way that I'm speaking to myself. So what makes me think that that's okay to speak to myself that way? Like sometimes we need to be our own best friend and basically kind of mirror that back to ourselves. And that's honestly part of why I created the empowerment brand t-shirts because it is like we are being our own best friend with the wording flipped in reverse. So it's only visible when you stand in a mirror or you take a selfie. So it's that idea of the message coming from within and forcing ourselves to look at ourselves in the mirror and to know that we are giving ourselves, we're setting our intention, we're setting our mindset, and we're looking at ourselves and being the person we need to be on the inside, but viewing it on the outside. So that's a little reason as to the tie back into the shirts that I that I decided to make because of I believe in the mission and the the empowerment and, and things like that behind us and Hey, it's Katie, taking a quick break from our episode to share with you something exciting. Empowered Brand Tees. These t-shirts are my own brand, but there's something unique about them. Over the heart, flipped in reverse, are empowerment statements. These are designed to be a message from you to you as a message for the wearer, not for the world, which is why they're printed in reverse. So you can only read these clearly when you look in the mirror or you take that gorgeous selfie. This idea came about from being at the gym, looking around at my surroundings and realizing how much the particular gentlemen near me were very confident in looking at themselves in the mirror. And I was the only female in the space. I noticed this, how much confidence they had in just watching themselves and whether that was for the moves or for admiring their progress, I'm not sure. I grabbed my phone and I messaged my friend, can you imagine how much confidence and what great things would be done in the world if a woman even had an ounce of that confidence? Hence the message for the wearer and not for the world was born. And that's why the message is flipped in reverse. They're empowering statements like, be brave, you are meant for more, your voice matters, and I am as some of the few. So Empowered Brands was born to uplift yourselves and encourage women to look in the mirror and feel empowered words in their head. Go ahead and check it out, Empowered Brand on Etsy. And back to the episode. I was recently listening to a podcast where she talked about um, basically empowerment being something that quite often is positioned as a way that has to come from outside, has to come from outside ourselves. And it's a lot of the way that things are approached is that it's external in for empowerment. Like someone needs to give you the magic wand, the crown, the magic scepter to make you the person that is empowered. 
that someone else has to grant you that empowerment from the outside in when in fact only we can truly empower ourselves. and I think part of that is digging off all of the layers of crap that we put on ourselves in making it feel like it's an outside thing like we're taught so much has to be external to ourselves and that we need to turn outwards to be able to find the thing or be the thing or do the thing or have someone else grant us the thing and it's something that we need to take some time and and do that empowerment within ourselves we need to come back to like our true self or if you want to get woo woo like your highest self the best version of you what would they say and what would they do and that empowerment would come from within like your core like feeling it in your like sternum in your heart so like the center of your chest that kind of area and for that empowerment to radiate out to others so they can feel your like your empowered presence and what you can offer for people and I think that's what people are drawn to when they see someone like standing in their power it's they're showing up as themselves because it's coming from inside not from the outside in anywho side note there very much off track but it ties back in to what I'm talking about as far as knowing the dip setting your own stuff and things that you're doing within yourself as to tie those in and to ride that wave of dips progress dips progress and sometimes there are going to be big dips and sometimes there might be little dips and sometimes there might be big progresses and sometimes there may be little progresses and all of that know that you are as long as you will keep on putting one foot in front of the other you're making progress whether that's um, a snail's pace whether that's a bunny rabbit pace or whatever it is making the steps forward is what really continues these things like What's that Tony Robbins quote? Um, You'll overestimate what you can do in a year, but underestimate what you can do in five or something along those lines. Like we set such high expectations for ourselves because that's how we're wired as entrepreneurs. But we also need to kind of dial that back and acknowledge the natural ebbs and flows of things within the space of what we're developing. Because we're developing like we're literally as we're doing these things that we've never done before we are rewiring the patterns in our brain we're developing new neural pathways in how the the thing is like we're probably working through some blocks that may have been there that may have been embedded in our brain and how we function so we're cognitively so like consciously making a pattern interrupt to then rewire and our brain has to then kind of figure that out so a lot of the things that we are doing, while we might not give ourselves credit for it, we're changing those things. And even for an example, like, are you someone who is posting regularly on Instagram about your business? Are you talking openly about your business if you were more reserved before? Are you someone who decided to um, go on podcasts, be interviewed or have their own podcasts? And even to to be consistent with something that's outside of your regular job is how you're developing these new pathways and new habits and new patterns even if you're taking the time to learn from other people who are slightly ahead of you or are maybe leap years ahead of you as far as where they're at now you get the chance 
to build those pathways and have those things. So however you're making your progress, please know that it counts. Please know that the dips are only temporary if you decide they are only temporary. Cutting at that, it's a new hour. Cutting at that, it's a new day or it's a new week. Like making that choice to take a different stance, to not let it suck you down because it can it can get to the point where you may feel like that dip is more like a landslide. It's more like a hill, a slippery dip going down to the bottom of that. But you're the one that decides where you have that interrupt and you can say, stop, I'm not thinking about that or stop, let's switch it up. Let's walk away, take five minutes, be refreshed, come back and start again. However you want that to look. Just know that you control those things and and quite often in these lulls, when it is a little bit slower, you're planting the seeds of progress. You're planting those little seeds along of ideas. You're giving them time to germinate. You're giving them time to, to sit in the soil, to pop the seed open, to grow those roots down. And we're not necessarily going to see that straight away. So I think that's the hidden beauty in the lull and the dips. Just anticipate that you will hit your dip. I think if you know that it's coming at some point, you can be a little bit more planned with how you approach it. And that also helps you with the mental aspect of not getting too far down in the mark when that dip or that lull does hit. You know that you're anticipating it and then you can kind of formulate your plan to get out of that however you need to do that. Whether you take an idea that I offered or whether you do that in a way that you've already done it before and and those kind of things like you you set your mindset to what you want to be you might need to refocus on what is your ultimate goal what is the reason you're doing these things for what is your why and if you're questioning your why I've done a few episodes on determining your why choosing your why and things like that so if you scroll past uh, scroll back in the episodes there's a couple of those there with why in the title but essentially figuring out what that ultimate thing you're moving towards is and that'll be the thing that helps propel you out of it and allowing yourself to propel yourself out of the dip by keep on going you might need to work a little bit harder for a little bit just to get that momentum back but trust that your efforts your progress and your determination will all be worth it and please be sure to take some time to applaud yourself for the efforts you have made and those things whether that's just something that's you've checked off your list whether that's something the internal shift within yourself that you've learned that's something you're starting to do it's amazing you're amazing and thank you so much for being here i truly wish you the best of success reach out to me on instagram if you'd like to have a bit of a chat with me, I would love to hear from you. If there's something that you're thinking that you might like to hear me talk about, I would love to hear your input. Thanks. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you feel this resonated with you, please share on your social media and tag me at Katie Cordier, and that's C-A-I-T-I-C-O-U-R-T-I-E-R. And that will be in the show notes for the spelling. 
And I would also love to hear from you. It would be great for you to share a review. It helps others find the podcast. And if before you submit it, you take a screenshot of it, um, since it will go through the platform for reviewing, and send me an email over at startrisingpodcast, and that's all one word, at gmail.com. And in return to say thank you, I will send you a list of my favorite books and podcasts that I'm going through at the moment. And you know me, I absolutely love to learn. I'm always listening and things like that. Um, Yes, it would be fantastic to have your support. And that's it for now. And thank you. And I'll see you on the next episode.